Uh. Yeah. Sideburns. Burns. Sideburns. Uh. What's the word? Tell me what you heard. What you that heard. info that we kicking it be louder than some herbs. Word. Information no telepathico. We gonna have to elevate your mind where you wanna go. Kiss Calhoun in the mix. Sideburns dropping all the beats. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a podcast you don't really wanna miss. So sit back, relax. Let's talk for a bit. What's the word? Spitting out the game that you need. What's the word? Make it say yes indeed. What's the word? Something that you wouldn't believe. What's the word? The word is for you to receive. What's the word? 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 I say tune in live, cause we up in the mix and you know we have some topics that we have to reach. What's the word? 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 I say tune in live, cause we up in the mix and we have a few topics that we have to reach. What's the word? 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 What up everybody? This is your girl Kiss Calhoun and we're back. For another episode of What's the Word You Heard Me. And I'm being joined, you already know, by the legendary, the one, the only, Mr. Who, Mr. What, Mr. Dijon. What's good, people? What's going on? Um, today is a very, you know, one of the kind episode. Um, we're gonna tone it down for you girls and gentlemen uh, um, because it is about to be real okay if you haven't already seen it and this discussion is coming from the panel over the weekend with Killer Mike and T.I. and Candace Owens and basically the episode today is being catered to your choices the choice is yours it's up to you to make it yours so Today's topic of the day is What's your views Wait this is, What's your 401k On the Panel conversation With Killer Mike Of course we're going to play that And then it says what's your views on the current state of systematic racism And with gentrification On the rise What what's some ideas You believe can be Can benefit your community so let's just start that before we, you know, even play the video because that's gonna be some long video. We could talk about the discussion, but what's what's your views, uh, D. John, about the current state of systematic racism? Like as far as like a school standpoint, you went to HBCU, you you faced certain systematic trials that other schools didn't. Like as far as like back in the day, there was merging basically Suno and UNO together um, because of some financial issues and a lot of people talk about like how the school probably was failing in a sense because of just money and corruption and stuff like that so from your viewpoint systematic racism going to HBCU how do you view like your your place in like uh, Suno like I know for me I went to Delgado so I know it's real, like the systematic shit. Well, to me, like I, I'm gonna be very honest with you. Like I really didn't see it as much as most people did. Um, 
because of me, like, I was just that type of person that just went to class and went home. So I wasn't into all of that, you know, you learned about the old, um, the university well, and the it, current uh, state that it was going in. Like, I didn't, I didn't know about all of that stuff until, like, me graduating and then, well, you know. Well, let's get more into something else. When you joined the fraternity and your fraternity at that school been what i think at that time you we was talking it like a while back when we had a show about uh what it was after the show that we talked about how like um the uh chapter itself uh uh the members wasn't high compared to members at other well, schools see, you stuff have like to that. think about it um suno is a very small university it is uh historically black college university but it is a very small university um enrollment is not as good as pos- as it should be um and there if you guys don't know they are going through this uh financial hardship where the doors could be closed sometimes wow. next year if they don't pay the money that they owe so um and, i mean what you have that- to what you have to think about it is a lot of people, you know, Suno is a non-traditional university, so you have a lot of people that are going back to school that are, you know, older. Right. And it's older people. Um, I would have to say that it's um, it's starting to pull in more of the younger crowd now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe about a couple years ago it has, but it's not as big as if you were to go to, like, uh, uh uh, Southern or um, Xavier or Dillard, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So you have those type of, you have that type of competition. But then you, this with with within talking about a historical black college in the East, you saying maybe on a verge of shutting down. Yeah, like, like in that's next scary. year. Yeah, that's kind of scary because. And it's like they've 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 had talks about it. Um, they've owed money for some years now, and it's because of a crook crooked um chancellor that they had in you know when he was there you know doing god knows what with the money so the university was already in a in a standpoint because it's like you have to think about it the unit the doors opened back like a little bit right after katrina you know we were in they were in trailers um i was there when they were in trailers no the build the university is everything is buildings now but it took for when he when he retired and stepped down in 2015 and a new chancellor stepped up, it's like everything that was supposed to be how it was. It th- that, to, to me, that, univers- that university should have been up. It shouldn't right. have took until 2019 for it to be fully up. Right. And then now it's in the state that it's in. So it's like he did his dirt. He did what he did. And, and, he's, and he left, you know. So it's like. The university is in a is in it's a in, is in a in a you know but like world, just you know? talking about that is like we not gonna put it like like plain and simple is a school is a historical black college at that that might be on the verge of not being open in a, anymore and that's a scary feeling to say like where are where what what next what next you know what I'm saying and that. That just reminds me, oh, and what I wanted to mention how, you know, it's just that it's just so much bullshit happening in the world right now. And, like, that conversation with Killer Mike T.I. on the mm-hmm. panel, 
it really got me thinking. I've been it saying had, a lot right. of this stuff. It was like when that was that was Killer Mike, right? Mm-hmm. When he started talking, I was like, "Dog, you should have just some like I had stopped everything because you know I was." I was moving around. I didn't say everybody else. Mm-hmm. But the minute that dude started talking and the shit that he, he was talking about, like, he had my attention. Like, I wanted to put some notes together um, when I was listening to it, but I didn't get a chance. Mm-hmm. But what I remember him saying, and I hope that I'm quoting it right, is, like, we are so busy fussing over who had the better slave master, either it was President Obama or currently President Trump. But we fail to realize that, we don't really. It's not that's that that we, battle we, is just. That's not something we should be focusing. We should be on. focusing on. We should, we should be, be focusing. It's it's bad enough. It it's bad enough that as black people, we it, they still make it hard for us to own businesses. Like it is very hard. Well, that's we why also you see. Make it harder for ourselves. We make and we make it harder for ourselves. You're absolutely right, but it's crazy. That's why you see so many small. Biz- own businesses by black people because right. they make it so hard for us to even own businesses to where they can be major businesses. So it, it, it's just now, like he just, man, it's just like he spoke so much real right. shit. And it but, was just like, it was so much that I, I couldn't, that's why I wish I'd have took notes. Because he, he hit so many focal points, but that point really stood, stood out, out to me the most. I think that stood out with me too. And like I'm saying, I'm hearing him, and he right, because they're the celebrities that keep talking about it, but they're not paying attention to, like, the actual people out here doing the work, because we got people like Super out here that became, from the ground up, billionaire. But I mean, I'm going to speak it into existence for her. Billionaire. She a millionaire. We that dude got three, four, I think, businesses open of the chicken. Like, it's so many people out here doing it from the ground up. It's like, they're the ones that's not being shown enough. I think if we stop fussing and start searching for these companies mm. and these people, we need to rally together, like he was saying, and we need to get it together because it's so much mm-hmm. more important stuff that we need mm. to be talking about. But it's like beating a, a dog. It's like beating a, a dead horse with a, whatever you say, with a yeah. stick or whatever. It's like you can you can have all these come to Jesus moments if you want with, you know, black people as a whole, but we are still going to do what we want to do, and that's on period. Period. <laughs> so... Hold on. I'm trying to... a little bit of slip See, what made me with, with mad with the, the issue is like 
she tried to make light of something that the question wasn't that wasn't asked to her the question was asked about slavery in america and you saw how she so quickly turned it to slavery was all around the world they didn't ask you about that they asked you about slavery in america and see that's what makes me mad about people that try to try to bring light or try to make it seem like it was a struggle for the entire world when in actuality focus on what somebody's asking you rather than try to make it you know what i'm trying to say try to make it seem like it's it, it's okay in a well in a here's sense. the thing i feel like in a lot of these conversations people tend to bring their emotions up front with these questions and i don't think it was a bad question she asked because if we're going to talk about slavery we have to talk about how it was bad all no, over the world. No, she didn't ask the question. T.I. asked her a question. About, well, slavery. About slavery, but she talked about slavery it, as a whole. Slavery as a whole was very bad. If you go into the history, even if as far as the ancient Egypt and the his Hebrew Israelites, that was that was slaves in, right. the, in the Prince of Egypt. We watched the movie all the that time. That was slaves. That was slaves, and look how they treated them in a sense. And she's just trying to tell you to bring light to even the genocide in Africa, where Africans were getting slaughtered by white people in Nigeria. That's why Nelson Mandela was in prison. Like we got to think about it as a whole. It really was messed up, and a lot of Americans have to. For, have to think about it a little bit and say, well, yeah, that really was messed up. Not just our slavery, but slavery all over the mm -hmm. world. That's what she was trying to say, but because you bring emotion into it, you can't get what you want to say mm -hmm. all the way out because what you said, the first thing you said was something that triggered somebody's emotion. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... That's, I, I'm, I agree with you when Killer Mike sat there and let them talk, and then it was like, everybody be quiet, let him, and he shut them up by telling them, y'all sound like two people fussing over what slave master was the best. And that's true. He, T.I. arguing about, or just dis, discussing emotionally in, about a, a phrase she used of say in the, question that was asked but in reality do we really think about like how it was messed up for everybody and that <clears throat> that if we only focus on America's racism and their views we'll never extinguish the root of racism mm -hmm. and the root of racism have everything to do with emotion and how people feel about each other. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, when it comes to subjects like this, and people have to realize that you have to agree to disagree. Right. But sometimes you have to allow people to talk whether mm -hmm. you emotionally about mm -hmm. the subject. I feel like people are always trying to get their point across. Yes. So where it's like you're not respecting people's opinions. Right. Like everybody, nobody's right. Like everybody has a different opinion. Everybody has everybody a different life. Everybody's opinion is validated based on the experience that they experience. T.I. see things in a point of view because he lived a certain lifestyle. 
he know what it feel like. That's uh, Candace live a different lifestyle. She understand it from Trump point of view. Like I feel like black people when I feel like everybody, not just black people, when uh, if we all in a group and we supposed to be a part of a community, it's like they got the the what we have to agree on section, and if we disagree with it. We ain't messing with you type thing. You know what I'm saying? Look at when Kanye West was at tr- talking with Trump. All of them that were so-called his brothers was not alongside with him. him. They turned, they disagreed with him. They turned their back on him. Now, all of a sudden, he doing ser- Sunday service and everybody click tight again. Like, come on, man. Like, we are such a ass backwards people. We, we are. And as a whole. As a whole. Everybody. I'm not pinpointing no certain people. That's why I say as a whole. As a whole. Because it's that doesn't make any sense. Like, it don't. I, uh, I, like so to much. me, that whole situation with him meeting with the president and stuff like that. Like, we have to think about it. Yeah, we don't like a certain person that's in office. But guess what? When you have those type, when you have that type of platform and that, that voice, when people look up to you as an artist, I feel like you should be able to go up there no matter who is in office. Right. And speak your piece. and right. and, and try to bring light to situations and try to think of strategies to, you know, fix certain right. issues. Look at criminal justice reform, if we want to talk about that. ASAP Rock, every, all of the celebrities that have been getting in trouble overseas been getting out because of the president. Right. Because he was tweeting and talking shit. So, like, he got out and he, stuff. If that would have been years ago, like when Amanda, what's her name, Amanda Knox or something like that, when she got in trouble in Italy and was about to serve a whole life sentence, like, she didn't have a president that could have helped her out. She was about to sit in jail for killing a roommate in Italy. You know what I'm saying? But mm. she didn't do it, but the murder was pinned on her for some kind of way. But still, like, Trump really, if you if if we get out our feelings about what we dislike about a person, mm. we can actually sit down and talk right. to a person and get shit done. Right. But and see, that's Killer Mike initiative. Right. Get your shit done. Because it's too many get of us. Get out your feelings. Too many of us out here doing the shit for us not to be all successful. He, just like he said, we'll get up on her and then we'll knock we it back down. We are so creative as a people, so smart as a people, but... We so smart we so we dumb. Exactly. But we're we going we gonna to pick it up a little bit more about the super. Like I said, we got... we got Oh, we got... What's our... With gentrification... With gentrification <laughs> rising... What's some ideas you believe can benefit your community? Of course, we got the messy tea. Because I forgot to tell y'all, we just got into the topic, and I forgot to tell y'all about the tea. <laughs> Life Jenning. Life Jenning with this slave song. I don't know about y'all. I heard a snippet of it, and I was like, really, Life Jennings? But I'm going to let y'all hear a little bit. Of course, we got some tea from Evelyn. Uh, they trying to uh, get girl off the show. And then May got her zeal. Shout out to May. Of course. Uh, this teen got away with killing her her daughter, burying her daughter. We got to talk about her because we just got to let y'all know about the double standards when it comes to a lot of a lot of folk. Of course, we got D. Ray Johnson. Out, I mean D. Ray. Uh, what's D. Ray with the blue jacket? You know the boy with the meat. Oh, D. Ray. Yeah, 
tea, got some tea. Of course, they got some girlfriends making a uh, comeback. And, oh, not to mention, hold on. I got, I got some sizzling tea. I got some sizzling tea. First off, uh, Lala, Anthony, Luke Jane, and Lil Rel uh, are going to be in a shy next season. So my, my favorite show is not off the air yet. Um, and child, Kevin Hart can't win for losing because he got a lawsuit coming at his neck. And, of course, a second accuser with this whole Antonio Brown situation, baby. But we're going to take a quick break. Here's one for the homie Young OG Spitz. Keep living. Enjoy this track. And when we come back, we got that hot seat. You heard me. I swear to God. Just keep living, keep learning. Keep living. You're going to find it. You take care of me every time. Keep learning. Let's go. Keep living, keep learning. The struggle made me humble. Every stripe I had to earn it. I took my own loss, made myself my own boss. Excuse me while I vent, gotta unravel my thoughts. Try not to drift off, but lately I've been feeling lost. Bad decisions left, permanent scars stuck on my heart. Found my passion in the dark. Yeah, we from the hood, but mama raised the star. Paid attention from the start, I played dumb but moved smart. You showed me how it's done, I painted like it's art. I promise to never let them break me down on guard. Even though this shit ain't easy, you know time's been hard. Any situation, watch how I finesse my part For real, I took losses, but I'm hustling still You either with me or against me, ain't no plan to fail You see who really ride for you after shit get real My mind made up, so you niggas know what it is I'm on Back up in this thing, you're me. And if uh you're not if you don't know, now you know how it go. <laughs> but we was talking about our little 401k about this whole conversation with Killer Mike and TI and him clapping off on Candace uh um uh, but I wanna know what what you think, what what do you think like with this whole gentrification stuff popping off because it's happening it's happening it's not stopping at any point but what's some ideas you think that should happen in the community that could actually benefit the process of the whole gentrification era because they're knocking down historical stuff and building Mm -hmm. more vibrant areas and stuff like that and attractions for people mm. like we stay in the east and like the east is literally just grass mm. there's nothing here like they used to have so many things to do out here like what you think in the process of the whole this new wave what could be done that could help the community well community? we definitely need more stuff here for our children um right. our children have nothing to do um, I remember at a time when we grew up, we had a lot to do. You know, right. even if it was just going outside to play and stuff like that. They had a place we to play. We had a place to play. Like, they don't have anything. Like, I feel like they need more stuff for them, especially out here in New Orleans East. It's like you have to travel if you want to take your children to do stuff. Right. As far as, like, sports and um, fun activities. 
Um, also, we need more t- resource type uh, of centers um, mm-hmm. to be able to go in. You know, families that are struggling and they need assistance with uh, different type of services. They should be able to go into these resource centers and um, work with the case managers. You know, the case, work one-on-one with the case managers to, um, you know, get those services that they need assistance with. Right. You know, it's so hard, especially, um, I know for a lot of families, as far as, like, paying light bills and mm-hmm. water bills and stuff Hell like yeah. that. You know, it's hard. You have to get put on a waiting list, you know, just to get assistance um, yeah. with, with places that do uh, offer uh, energy so, uh, services. So I think we should have more, like, type of those type of resources within our communities um, to where the case managers can go out to seek, better serve help. better help for the families. It may be speedy help, you know? Yeah, I, that's a good idea. Like, I, I, you, again, you work in that field, <laughs> right. so you know exactly what Right, so what it was easy need. for me to say, like, I'm all for the for stuff for children, and I'm all for, you know, advocating for families. And, and not only that, you as definitely... As a social worker. You definitely right, because then... There was a time where they had a movies these children could go to out here in the East. They the had mall. the mall. You could do a lot of stuff. Just that there's nothing out here anymore. Like you can't really do anything. So like I definitely they need something like as far as amusement, whether it be a skate park or a theme park or whatever the case may be. Like they definitely need more of that out here in the East. They also all of these rich people that got money should come together and start doing more charity work out here for the kids like right and i remember in in high school not high school elementary school we had what we had was called a field day and that was the day where we basically did athletic stuff but for like a prize a ribbon and it was still a picnic but we still did kickball and baseball and basketball tournaments for ribbons and prizes I remember also in elementary school, we had, like, events, like, what well, it was, like, a, a school-wide spelling bee, in a sense. And then the winner got a pizza party and stuff like that. Like, I think definitely they need more for the youth. That's why there's so much violence out here, because there's literally nothing for people to do but be angry, get mad, and shoot at each other. Instead of that, like... I know the crime gonna be there, but fuck! Like right. I remember it's, the days. It's so a. I remember Every time the you turn day. around, you just see something. Something else. Something if else. If it ain't one thing, it's another. But the gentrification stuff is real. It's gonna happen regardless of how rapid it's gonna take off. But it's gonna happen. It's like literally ain't nothing. Nobody gonna be able to do but just letting it go. Being you gonna either be in the way. Are you going to bob some property? Get right. your 15% up, like Killer Mike said. But uh, we could go on and on about this topic. But uh, we just got some hot popping tea. So, Dijon, please. Life Jennings, please. So, Life Jennings is getting uh, some bad criticism about his new song, Sleeve, which I've not heard of. I haven't heard I'm, it I'm just yet. But uh, hopefully Kiss will find it so I can hear it. Um, but this comes from The Shade Room. Messy Shade. Of course. <laughs> I can't stand you. But um, 
child, call it what you want, but people, including Amanda and Seal, Amanda Seals and Charlemagne the God, cannot get past the lyrics of Light Jennings' new song, Slave. In Life's new song, he says, I'm going to beat it like a slave so you don't run away. Cut the whip. I'm going to beat it like a slave. That, <laughs> that's how he was sounding. Like, what? Um, so you, so you don't run away, cut the whips and chains, call me master. Amanda posted, you know how he saying, I'm about to find it. Amanda posted a video (laughs) of her reacting to the song's lyrics and said he was comparing sex to centuries of the exportation of black bodies against their will. Charlemagne then shared Amanda's video along with the caption, some of y'all don't have any friends. If you do, oh, can I, you could at least let me finish the okay, story ahead, and then ahead, I could have listened to the go song. Ahead, go ahead. If you did, <laughs> you wouldn't make mistakes like this record. Life responded to Amanda and Charlamagne by claiming they never supported his positive music or the good music he's made for black folks. That's what's wrong with the, with the black folks right now. You always want to grasp on to the most negative part and put it, but you can't support the good life said. He also apologized to anyone he offended <laughs> with his new song. Swipe to see Amanda's reaction and to life's response. And I don't know why response. y'all mad, cause some of y'all want a nigga to beat it like a slave. <laughs> Look. I hate how he sings. I hate how he sings too. What? what? I hope this is the right song. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait, is this it? Wait, I hope this is it. Insane slave. Wait, hold up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey! Dog, hey, what? Uh, no. Wait, hold up, hold baby. The fuck up. Why y'all playing? Wait, hey. don't get me wrong. It's the vibe a- of the song is fire, but then when he's, I'm a beater like a slave. Dude, you could, you could have, you find back. no other lyrics, no other title for the song. Why he can't break nobody back right now? But you gotta beat it like a slave. slave. (sighs) (laughs) That means he about to wear that. Life called me. I need the beat it like a slave. Yeah, I need you to beat it like a slave. I need the I need the um experience. Call your master. (laughs) Call your master. But I get why people mad at the master. Absolutely. But (laughs) but if you think about it theoretically, like. Getting your canooch beat up like a slave. Do you know how bad slaves was getting beat up? Like, damn, Dang. you gonna kill me, nigga? Like, Dang. thinking about it, like, ooh. That's some, ooh, Lord. Ooh, ooh child. Like, ooh, child. He, that's some, ooh. That's some creative shit, like. That's some type of sex that have you thinking. He you said about the whips and chains. Like you about Call to go. Call him massive. Like you about to go on in, child. Go on in. Like oh. that's about to be your last rodeo. Oh, Cause my you about God. to life about to take your fucking Set ass out, up. bitch. He, he about to take your up. life. 
But I see. Hated it. I don't like it. Hated it. I don't like it, life. No. Nah, it's a no for it's you. It's a no, dog. It is a no for me, too. But call me. But you're like, boo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> but yeah, he right. It's like everybody now focusing on this song. Yes. When he did have so many great life songs. Life had some fire-ass like, songs. Now y'all want to pay attention because he said he going to beat it like a, a But it's slave. so crazy. Life used to talk that real shit in his songs and right. nobody su- on some serious shit. Nope. And nobody supported his music. Uh-huh. But the minute he talk about some beating you, beating like, you like a slave, slave he got yeah. y'all attention. And like he, he woke y'all up. And, and y'all offended. <laughs> But when the man was talking to real y'all years back, listen. y'all wasn't hearing him. But I don't support this support this song, but I'm I just saying. I get, I, y'all wasn't supporting be a that man. C, a C for creativity. <laughs> right, call, yeah. Call me. Because he don't get an A. <laughs> but uh, moving on, what is up with Evelyn? I heard they're trying Girl. to get her canned for some racial... Yes. So Basketball Wives fans create petition to remove Evelyn from the show following uh, alleged racist remarks. And of course, this comes from the Messy Shade. So fans know Evelyn has one of the spiciest cast members on Basketball uh, Wives, but it looks like she may have taken it just a little too far. Fans have now banded together to form a number of petitions to have Evelyn removed from her role on the show. One of the largest uh, can be found on Change.com titles help relieve Miss uh, Evelyn of her services from Basketball Wives. As of now, the petition has over 9,000 signatures. The petition came comes on the heels of Evelyn uh, being confronted by Twitter users about uh, uh, about racist remarks as she, well, she has made to her co-stars on the show. In one episode, Evelyn can be heard referring to her castmate Cece Gutierrez as Lily, regarding uh, referencing Asian women who work at nail shops. Evelyn. Lily. <laughs> Evelyn has also. Evelyn has also been called out of uh, called out calling OG a monkey. One Twitter user uh, yeah, was so did. fed up. She said, "Social media can uh, reveal the wickedness, wickedness and hate that women have amongst each other." Um, Evelyn, you are a colorist. You called a black sister a money. You, I guess monkey, she meant monkey because she, she yeah, like she put fantasia. money. She was probably she was really she probably was into what she was typing. It gets like that, but you gotta proofread your stuff, sister, before you put it out there. <laughs> you are a negative influence on TV and for young women, but the tweets did not stop. There are many fans flooding Evelyn's mentions, questioning how she is still employed after her comments, and some even called her a bully. Evelyn has been confronted by some of her few castmates as well, Malaysia. Uh, explaining to Gutierrez that the term Lily was meant to be uh, derogatory on Evelyn's part. The lady seemed to be convinced the remarks were racially charged. Evelyn has apparently issued an apology to her fan base and all of those involved in the show, petitions, organizers. However, say it's too little, too late. Evelyn's apologies 
as of late aren't uh, sufficient to halt the efforts of the viewers and I to remove her from our Sunday program and ultimately the network organizers write on the petition page is 48 hours too late for many of us and also came across in genuine mm. well i've been saying she needed to go she is definitely i don't one watch of this stuff so who i don't know what's going she on she definitely is one of those bully type female mm-hmm. like especially when something hit her nerve mm. or she get really upset about she do go off the board but she have to realize in the, the time the times that we're in now like stuff like that that stuff just don't fly so you have to be careful what you say because you it's gonna bite you in your you ass it's gonna bite you in your ass like, come on, but isn't it. she's not fully she puerto rican she's fully puerto rican or whatever know. the case is she well, not she don't have is. a little spice in her she ain't black she, or not something know. You know, all of them black at the end of the day. Girl. But Well, that's all on, on her. Um, homegirl Meg got a zeal, hot girl summer. Yes, sir. Yes, good. So, sis, Meg, Megan the Stallion signs a management deal with Rock Nation. This uh, news comes over the weekend. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about this, but congratulations are in order to Megan Thee Stallion after signing a new deal with Rock Nation. On Friday, the H-Town hottie announced that she has now signed a deal with Jay-Z's Rock Nation. She posted, she posed for a photo with Jay on the gram and said, I would like to announce that I'm officially a part of the at Rock Nation fam, the grind zone stop. Megan has been uh, having an amazing year back in May. She released her mixtape Fever as she's been climbing the charts. Shortly after, it was revealed that she was one of the up-and-coming rappers chosen for Double uh, XL's annual freshman class. Also took over the summer with her phrase Hot Girl Summer and the term eventually turned into a hit record with Nicki Minaj. Uh, Megan is currently touring the country with Meek Mill, Future, Future, DJ Mustard, and YG on the Legendary Nights Tour, all while she continues to work towards her college degree. After announcing her Rock Nation um, deal, she reflected on how far she's come within her career and said, after my mom passed, I promised myself I was going to keep going uh, hard because not only is music my dream, but it was her dream for me too. I have days where I want to go hide and cry because she's not here, but I know that ain't what she would want me to do. I know she's proud of me. Again, from the What's the Word family, congratulations to you, Meg. Yes. Continue to grind, sis, yes. and continue to work towards Educated that green, sis. young female in the hip-hop game, like, Give credit when credit is due. I'm so proud due. of her. She just seems like a genuine spirit, and she yes. just seems she just. Of course, I got to witness her to at be the, so f- the fun Louisiana Fest at the at, at the <laughs> comfort of my home last weekend, and it was amazing. <laughs> but um, we got so much tea coming up. We got, of course, the teen killer had killed, buried her baby, got off on it. We'll talk about that. Of course, um, you know the messy D Ray. You know, gotta spill that shade. And girlfriends reunite for an episode of Blackish. Of course, we got more tea like Kevin Hart and uh, more. So here's one for 
all the way from B. Moore. Shout out to the Baltimore. Here's lyricism with respect my name here on What's the Word. And if you want to be a feature artist, please email us at what's the word 504 at gmail.com and um, send us your stuff. We love to hear from you. But again, here's a track from Respect My, My Name from Lyricism. Let's go. Nike Respect my name, swear I'm one of the last ill niggas left in the game I handle pressure and pain just like a G My father died before a nigga hit 23 Can't even get to see my daughter Imagine how that feels, now I'm the man at the house Helping out with the bills, Baltimore's a cold city Here to give you the chills, 13 year old kids high Addicted to pills, the streets ain't a joke Never took it as one, infatuated in the mirror Like how I look with a gun Had a Beretta M9, loaded 15 rounds With or without a gun, I kept it 10 feet down For real, anybody that ever chill with me Can tell you ain't no bitch inside a Lil Ricky Look a man in his eyes, every do is disguise I'ma keep it all the way real until a nigga demise Get in the ride let me show you around my city Bloods, Crips, and BGF Fucking with me Never claim to be the toughest But I never duck the records Right or wrong Your beef is mine Fuck it Respect my name I mean, how could you not? Never fold under pressure Never ran to the cops Never fuck my nigga X I follow the code You better not get caught Slipping down them dead end roads Never forget the OGs Who showed me the ropes I was dating his niece So he was fronting me O's Told me to keep the change Just keep a smile on the soul That was the realest shit ever I just thought you should know I was exposed to the streets At an early age Pray to God that I make it to them pearly gates I was a slick young nigga with a curly fade huh, We all got the same 30 days Living paycheck to paycheck and hustle on the side Living dangerous, don't wear my seat buckle when I drive 120 miles per hour without 695 In my early 20s I didn't give a fuck if I died I was out there, mama like out where Can't protect your boy forever sneaking downstairs Serving dimes at the back door, my father heard everything That nigga had prison ears Let me tell it to you one time crystal clear Ain't no bitch in my blood, ain't no in my heart, you will die over my daughter, and I will not get caught. Get caught, get caught, get caught, get caught. Respect my name, I mean, how could you not? Never fold under pressure, never ran to the cops, never fuck my nigga X. I follow the code, you better not get caught slipping down them dead end roads. Yeah, yeah. Blessed day of another episode of What's the Word. So, this teen killer over here. So, Dale, <coughs> please, uh, you, you got yourself. Uh, this teen killer over here that killed herself. Please, let's talk about this little mm-hmm. girl. Because apparently, white girls get away with killing their children. Yeah. Of course, they get away with a lot of stuff. Former Ohio cheerleader found not guilty of killing newborn baby she buried in backyard. Two and a half uh, years of half. 
Two and a half years uh, later, the shocking case of a former Ohio cheerleader accused of killing her newborn daughter and then burying her in the backyard has finally come to an end and the outcome is likely not what many expected. As reported by NBC News, 20-year-old Brooke Schuyler Richardson was officially acquitted earlier this week of aggravated murder and involuntary manslaughter for the May 2017 death of her newborn daughter. However, Richardson was found guilty of abuse of a corpse by uh, for burying the baby in the backyard of her of her family home. Richardson's attorney attorneys argued in court that she didn't commit murder, but she but was instead scared because her baby named Annabelle was stillborn. Although prosecutors told a different story and accused Richardson of bragging about killing the baby in text messages and that she allegedly murdered her daughter because she didn't want to ruin her perfect life. Mm -hmm. Assistant mm -hmm. prosecutor Stephen Kipling revealed that in one of Richardson's texts, she wrote, my belly is back, my belly is back. Since oh the baby's my. remains were not discovered until two months after birth, sadly, the cause of that couldn't be determined due to the body being so badly decomposed and medical examiners were also unable to perform an autopsy. Richardson was sentenced to three years probation for the beginning, well, the beginning found guilty of abuse of a corpse. But since she is a first-time offender, she could remove the charge from her criminal record once her probation is complete. Wow. What is your thought on this You case? already know how I feel. First of all, please forgive me for saying this, okay? I didn't mean it. But I hope that damn baby Annabelle come back and haunt her ass. I'm glad <laughs> you named that baby Annabelle because I hope she come and terrorize your ass. She's definitely gonna reap what she sowed. Like to me, I think I just she don't. should couldn't have a baby. Like they need to pass a law in some states where if you do a crime like this, you can't have a baby, and any baby you have get taken away from you. See, this is my thing, and this is, and I don't care how people feel about what I say. Spill don't lay team. up and make these babies if you know you're not capable of taking taking care of them, and that goes for everybody. Everybody, period. everybody, period. I don't want to hear nothing about a mental state and all of this and all of that. You knew what you was doing when you laid down and had sex, and now you're pregnant. Like for all that, just go abort mission. You know what I'm right. saying? When you find out you're pregnant, if Plan you know B you're not ready to. I think. Take care of a life like that. That's sad. Like that is bad enough. The baby didn't ask to be here. None of these children asked to be here. Right? Hell, we didn't even ask to be here. Right? You know, so it's like don't make the child suffer because of something that is alleged going on with you. And then that's all say, I have to say. Then to say I got my belly. But I yeah, hope like, she get beat up. You, I hope she get dragged. You duck. You could have got it back with the baby. It's right. called working oh out. Oh my God, white people. Becky, get your children. Well, <laughs> in other news, uh, D. Ray said, "What's good, girl?" So activist D. Ray McKenson calls out Sean King on Twitter like, hours good? before the diamond ball What's for his good, alleged man? involvement in fraudulent fundraising and more. So. 
Well, if social media has demonstrated anything within the last 24 hours, it's that former ally Sean King and D-Ray Mackinson officially have major issues with one another, and it recently got really ugly. Many know activist Sean King and D-Ray Mackinson for their work with the Black Lives Matter movement, supporting Colin Kaepernick's NFL protests, speaking for the Flint, Michigan water crisis, and many other issues that have impacted the black community within the last few years. Well, unfortunately, the brotherhood, uh, the two once shared, appears to be permanently uh, severed. D-Ray recently published an explosive written essay about Sean on at Medium, which accused him of fraudulent fundraising practices, lacking integrity, being less than respectful to women, and much more. A portion of D-Ray's essay reads, a movement is only as strange as its integrity. Part of our collective work is to protect the integrity even when, or especially when doing so is uncomfortable or hard. It is in the spirit that our right to address a lapse in integrity within the activism community so glaring that to be silent is to be complicated. Well, oh yeah, complicated. We never aim to... Uh, so, you know what? I'm not going to read all of this, but... because. Uh, <laughs> I had to look. It see, it's hard when you be looking down at the computer, but basically he is just he's really um, just calling this dude out on the lack of integrity that he that he has, and the other stuff that they mentioned. But I mean, if you guys want to read um, his essay, well, part of the essay anyway, it is on the messy shade. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you like? What do you think about this whole thing? Like, you know, they were once I feel like both brothers. Of them. I feel like both of them haven't really been doing pretty much nothing. Lately, no. So I haven't heard this boy name in, in the news in so long. I think, I think because all these accolades that BT been giving him, I feel like now nah, it's like, let me call him out more because he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> he ain't been doing nothing. He need to apologize, but it is what it is. I, I mean, my th I don't know. My thing is it's like it takes. I don't know. Like to me, issues like that. I feel like if y'all supposed to be like brothers, go sit down. Y'all should be able one. to sit down and one on one to each other and talk about it. Like, don't go out and bla blast people on social Twitter, media and yeah. do a whole full page letter. You know I'm what I'm saying? Him a four page like that. That's letter. that's just so shady to me. But girl, I guess I guess. But did you hear girlfriends? Yes, I did hear that. Like so our favorite girlfriends, Joan, Lynn, Tony, and Maya, will be reuniting on an up-and-coming episode of Blackish. On Thursday, Tracy Ellis Ross shared a video from uh, the set of the show to make the special announcement. All four ladies were together for the video. As she shared, she will be their first time on camera together since 2006. Tracy said, my girlfriends... Our guest starring on Blackish Tuesday, October 8th. We haven't all been together on camera since 2006. These are women I grew up with and love deeply, and it was easy to tap back into magic of our chemistry and how much we love each other. 
It is giggles on top of giggles on top of giggles. Girlfriends ran for eight years and was important to so many people. Uh, being was. able to merge really the sh- the worlds of Blackish and girlfriends was surreal for me and so much fun. Um, so you I already know how I, I feel. Read the entire I need article. to see this episode because you know it really was a very iconic show. Was to make and you know what. All of them look good, but you can tell Tracy Ellis Ross looks, she looks so bad. young. Mm-hmm. She really does. Like that's to me, she still looks the same. Well, you know, she ain't got no children, so she ain't got nothing to be worrying in about. So she ain't stressing. They all got old, but but Joan, Joan finally got her man. I can't wait for this episode. I want to see it. Me too. Like, I love girlfriends. It's nostalgic. Like oh my god, it's gonna bring back so many memories. We're going to tune into this episode. But spill more hot tea. I know we got some. So, yes. So, the shy looks like it will not be going anywhere anytime soon. Lala Anthony, Luke James, and Lil Rel Howie land recruiting roles on the new season of the shy. So, there was a lot going on surrounding Showtime's hit series, The Shy, as they finished out <laughs> 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 their second season. As many of you already know, Jason Mitchell, one of the stars of the show, will not be a part of the up-and-coming oh third season my God. after he was accused of inappropriate behavior. Nonetheless, he was trying to beat it like show- a slave. <laughs> The show must go on, as they say. <laughs> the show is now in production for its third season, with some familiar faces joining the cast, and also a new showrunner. According to Deadline, Lala Anthony, Luke James, and Lil Rowry yeah, yeah. have all landed recruiting roles on the hit series. In the upcoming season, Luke James will play the role of Victor Trigg Taylor, uh, Jake's estranged older brother who wants to reunite his uh, fractured family but takes an unconveniently well an unconvenient approach. Meanwhile, Lala will play the role of Dominique Don Morris, a savvy businesswoman with dreams of more luxative uh, opportunities. Laurel will step into the role of Zeke, uh, yeah, Zeke Rem- Remnick. The owner of Sun, uh, Sunny's building, who cares less about the community than the bottom line. Hmm. So. I can't wait to see this season. When does it come on? It doesn't uh, say. It doesn't say. But it it's most say. likely probably next year. When did uh, it? When did the second season come on? Because it normally uh, comes um, on around like the same time it came on. No, this one actually came out a little later. Mm. But um, but then I they have new showrunners too, so you right. Never so know. it the might, times be, might be different too. Yeah, it might probably come around December. You never know. But um, I can't wait. That's one of my favorite Sunday night watches. I love. To I always watch say I'm gonna get into it, and I always forgot when. But it came now you on. have time. You have two seasons. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. I'll do some binging. But moving along, moving on, Kevin, Kevin Hart facing six million loss, six million dollar lawsuits from the woman he was recorded doing the mattress mambo with. 
she claims he was in on the recording. How you gonna sue somebody? Y'all remember back in 2017 when Kevin Hart was caught cheating on his then pregnant wife with another woman in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Well, spill tea. Although Kevin and his family have seemingly moved past that, the woman he was recording during the mattress mambo was not. According to TMZ, uh, Montana Sambango is suing. (laughs) Godfather butchered that girl's last name so bad. But oh well, is suing Kevin Hart for six million dollars. Six million. Y'all. So her new lawsuit is claiming that Kevin was in on the recording the whole time. Of course he was. She claims that Kevin and his friend JT Jackson uh secretly recorded their sexual encounters for publicity. Wow. At the time, Kevin had an upcoming comedy tour. Oh my god. And her lawsuit claims he and JT planned the whole thing out. The lawsuit uh, apparently claims that Kevin Hart and JT Jackson hid the camera in their hotel suite to capture the shenanigans. If you remember, J.C. Jackson was actually charged with two counts of extortion for allegedly trying to get money out of Kevin to keep the tape on the low. Although he was charged, J.T. denied every (laughs) every allegation. So Kevin had made an apology video back in 2017 where he took responsibility for his actions in the same video. He claimed he had no knowledge of the video and didn't want anything to profit his infidelities. So, I mean, um, her lawsuit was interesting. Her lawsuit has interesting timing, uh, seeing as Kevin is currently recovering from an accident he was involved in a couple weeks ago. Girl... That this is the true definition of kicking a man while he is down, mm-hmm. and that's what homegirl doing. Kicking him in his ass. Sixty million dollars. Holla at me, girl, when you get that check. <laughs> but a lot of people had was speculating that the video was fake because he had that tour coming out around that time. So a lot of people was already talking about that before it to come out. Now it's like, yeah. Like, you stupid. Like, why <laughs> would you stupid. try to do that? Like, at least mm-hmm. do it with some people that ain't going to sue your ass after. To like, me, people that sleep with celebrities, they all have hidden agendas. Right. Like, eventually, you are going to be suing. Me and you can't sit here and say if we was to ever sleep with a celebrity that we probably wouldn't sue them if they I did mean, something shady shit if he beat us. it like a slave, uh, <laughs> I might just have to put in that lawsuit. I don't know. To me, I knew. I think both parties knew about it. I'm. I'm pretty sure she knew. But of course, she is mostly gonna play in her favor, and she will get her sixty million dollars. Yeah, but she. Oh. oh my God! See, this what you get when you try to fucking do shit for kicks. Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. But moving on, this Antonio Brown. So a second woman has come to come forward to accuse (laughs) Antonio Brown of sexual misconduct. Girl, what is going on? They is out here beating (laughs) like slaves, apparently. 
A second woman is accusing Antonio Brown of sexual misconduct. The new accuser claims he inappropriately <laughs> positioned her at his Pennsylvania home back in 2017. So you got Kevin Hart making sex videos, and then you got Antonio Brown allegedly touching people. And then you got Life Jennings beating it like a slave. Like <laughs> I'm talking about in 2017. Oh. Uh, the unnamed woman said he hired her to paint a mural for him when he was playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, according to the New York Post. During the incident, she claims he stood behind her fully naked. Um, holding a small towel over his genitals while she was painting, uh, according to new report. Uh, she added that their professional relationship was done when she rejected his advances. He was flirty with me, but I paid him no mind because I was there on business. Plus, I had already seen him and multiple girls in the short time I was with him she told sports illustrated so his home girl was saying probably if she didn't wouldn't have saw them she would have got the pinata she would have got the pinata don't even sit up there in front sis um i was I'm about 40 percent done on the second day and i'm on my knees painting the bottom and he was he walks up to me but ass naked with a hand cloth covering his penis he stayed well his pina and stayed <laughs> <laughs> and starts having a conversation with me. I just <laughs> I just keep my cool. I just kept my cool and kept painting. She said after that it all ended abruptly. She said Brown uh ghosted her after the incident and said her calls to his various assistants about being paid for her work were not returned so that's my sister talking because she didn't get her money uh. the painter is the second woman to accuse brown of sexual misconduct this month after brown's former trainer Brittany taylor Brittany, Brittany accused Lynch. him of a accused him of rape in a civil lawsuit that was filed last week the painter is not seeking damages or pursuing charges against brown but she did tell sports illustrated she was bothered by his behavior she said friends who knew about his uh disturbing interactions with brown made her aware about taylor's rape lawsuit against him taylor reportedly will meet with nfl officials in new york today as they conduct their own investigation into the alleged 2018 rape brown was denied raping taylor and has not made a public comment about his second accuser. Stay up to date because the shade room will keep you updated and also what's the, the word you know how will we keep you updated as well. So what do you think about this? We um, have R. Kelly and now we have Bill Cosby and, and now we have Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Like, wow. Like, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's just wow. It's wild because, like, you got to give it the benefit of the doubt. You got to let it play out because you don't know everything. It could be, you know, people, you know, like you said, she wanted to pee on if she wouldn't have saw Right, if she wouldn't have saw all them other girls because trust and but believe still, and she two not, things she for just sure. saying like she just disturbed by So he probably is wild like that. You right. know how they get, but 
So she doesn't want she, she doesn't just, want anything. She just wanted to bring light just, to the behavior. Yeah, so he he mm. probably doing that shit. Right, because if she don't want no money, then then she ain't getting nothing not, so nothing to gain from it. Uh, might be telling the truth, but right. to me, like it's it's sad, like. And it's so hard because, you you know, it's like you don't really know what to believe anymore nowadays. Mm-hmm. So many people are crying wolf. Mm-hmm. So it's a shame. So, I mean, if he is doing that, then shame on him. And if they are lying, shame on them. Facts. But it has been a remarkable show. Shout out to young, young OG Spitz and Lyricism for the dope music okay if you want to be a feature artist you gotta submit your music to what's the word 504 at gmail.com also follow us on all our social platforms twitter instagram and facebook at yo what's the word shout out to cyburns you're hearing me shout out to mr who dijon what's up shout out to the messy shade and shout out to y'all for listening and supporting you know, as usual. But um, anything else? No. Without further ado, Molly, we out of here. What's good? Peace and love.